we're back with another episode of Time for Tea, where we are teaching, empowering, and applying. And today we're going to be talking about triggers. Okay, great. Yep. That's so, a good one. Yeah, uh, mental health, psychological, emotional triggers, all pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, you have a definition for us? Okay, I have a trigger is a psychological... Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> a trigger in psychology is a stimulus, such as smell sound, or sight that triggers feeling of trauma. Okay. And I have here that um, emotional triggers, they can arise from all of the five senses. Feeling, mm -hmm. hearing, smelling, tasting, and touching. Now, I also have, that's what's triggered. Now, I have emotional trigger definition. Okay. Which is, are event things, experience, or potential, potentially even people who cause the mind and body to react. Okay. Okay, and for me, for um, triggers, I have things that spark intense negative emotions, abrupt and more severe usually than what was called for. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's what we have. I also wanted to touch on triggers are sometimes, most of the time, stemmed from some type of post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. Yes. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. So some type, of, um, some type of event that had happened to you. It's usually like people in the military, they might suffer from it if they were in war in some type mm -hmm. of combat zone and they got to experience like some really devastating things. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes children who were in abusive situations, they experience PTSD. Correct. Um, even less than that to go to a smaller scale. Like if you were in a relationship and you were cheated on or somebody was like unloyal or unfaithful to you, then you might suffer from PTSD and you can call the number below and get compensated. I'm just playing. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice and we could all get compensated for the foolishness, you know? But that is literally a form of PTSD and talking about that, that's usually a form that most, I won't say most, but a lot of people um, encounter. Being in a relationship with someone or putting your trust, it doesn't have to be a relationship, putting your trust in someone and then having that trust betrayed. Mm -hmm. So how does that turn into a trigger? Um, prime example, so you trusted someone, you got your trust betrayed, so now you meet someone new. Mm -hmm. Are you immediately going to be like, this person will never hurt me, I trust them, or are you going to be like giving them the side eye, like you might be capable of what the last person was capable correct. of. Correct, correct. Triggered. Um, maybe the last person was very busy and in the zone. And so now I'm dating a new person and they're busy and all about their work. And I'm like, okay, eventually they're going to be unfaithful mm -hmm. because you being focused on you is a trigger to me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you being distracted and not, not, uh, giving me reassurance. That's a trigger to me. Correct. Correct. Yes. Correct. So that is on a smaller scale of how being triggered emotionally might work. Um, so it doesn't have to be grand, it doesn't have to be abuse, it doesn't have to be any type of physical harm, it could actually be all verbal triggers, verbal, emotional stuff. Um, Correct. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't have to be any of that, it could be all mental. So mental that, that's good. So I have some other psychological triggers. Grief can be a trigger. Okay. Poor sleep can be a trigger. Okay. Because that's lowering your level. Your vibration. So your vibration super is irritated. lower. So yeah. um, chronic pain definitely can be a trigger. Relationship troubles, like Nicole was saying. Mm -hmm. Abuse, like Nicole was just stating. Mm -hmm. Loud noises can be a trigger. That's like the military. Uh, yep. Thing. Unexpected events can be a trigger. I'm triggered by that. Yeah. I hate last minute events. Like, what do you mean tomorrow at 11 I have to be somewhere? See. I'm not mentally prepared. 
So, yeah, some people can't. Like, they need to know in advance. I need to. Um, social gathering can be a trigger. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm one of those when it's a big, like, I can't, personally, I can't, I don't like going places where there's, like, parades. Like a security issue. It's, yeah, it's because I, I don't have control. And if somebody, like, starts start shooting. shooting or doing something, my, you know, where am I going to run? You know, that kind of fear kind of a thing. Wow. And so, so that's interesting because that's a, that's a trigger that you get from the media, kind of. You see, like, mass shootings or something. And now you're, you have PTSD from something you didn't directly experience, right? No, well, you know, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've experienced it, but I just like shooting to in be... Shooting in large crowds well, are very random, but it is something you're scared of. Yeah, because... shooting in... Yes, mm -hmm. yes. You, something... You've seen it happen before. Well, I've seen because I, I have tr a, a trigger because of living in Los Angeles for years and um, and the gang shooting and, you know, um, not knowing when they're going to set it off. But that's a hood and not a carnival. But that's still that mental, but you're still somebody that shoot somebody at any time. and you don't have control of when it's going to happen or how you're going to react or what's going to happen. So that kind of, that's, yeah. a, that's definitely yeah. a trigger. That's definitely a trigger. Yeah. I'm, I'm triggered by like a gun violence, the, the possibility of it mm -hmm. being a thing. I think it's weird when you can walk around, like I walk around Baltimore sometime and I look at all these people and I'm like, literally everyone could have a gun on them right now. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea. Mm -hmm. And that to me is like scary, you know, kind of makes me be like, I don't want to go outside, but you still have to do what you have to do. But right. that also is a trigger, you know, mm -hmm. from seeing people get shot or dealing with guns, guns. and seeing yep. the, 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 um, the, the damage that it does. It, yeah. You're kind of like timid about them at that point. And I went to a gun range. Um, my husband and my son took me to took a gun, to gun range, range and it was, it was very emotional for me because I'm like, oh, this is real. Like, like people were pulling out big guns there and I'm sitting there going, oh yeah, this is real. Like. I'm right here next to this thing. And these things are the things that are killing so many people. And I'm sitting here looking at it. And I feel the force of, you know, because I, I was able to. Right yeah. And so, yeah, it was. It's not a toy. It's not a toy. It's real out there. Yeah, so, true. definitely. It's cool. We're talking about triggers. And then we quite literally talked about triggers. Yeah, guns. So, but yeah, that's um, that's definitely something that is extremely, extremely um, big. So if you and and it's cool that we're talking about this because sometimes you can be triggered by something, but you experience that thing that triggers you so much that you become like emotionally numb to it at a point. Really? Yeah. Like, like say I'm triggered by gun violence. I just moved to the hood. I'm triggered. But a year down the road, gun violence is normal because everybody's shooting. So I've become, seen people okay. become desensitized yes, yes. to things that would originally be triggering because mm -hmm. they've been triggered yep. so often. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's like if you were to shoot a gun for the first time, oh, you know, it catches you off guard. Mm -hmm. You shoot it 20 times. At that point, it's normal now. Um, if you're, you stay in an abusive relationship, of course, you know, the first year or two, it's mm -hmm. going to be overwhelming. But after a while, your brain starts to desensitize and tell you, this is norm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you're dealing with an emotional trigger, it might after a while be like, this is my norm. You know, you might be desensitized to that thing that triggered you at one point. And that's not actually healing. That's more so settling, settling, which mm -hmm. we just did. It's more so settling mm -hmm. um, on that thing. So let's talk about when you, when you get triggered, one of the things I wanted to talk about is um, how to 
find out if you are triggered. Because a lot of people will be triggered day in and day out and they'll have no idea that they're even triggered. You know, mm-hmm. they're just irritated or upset or... Um, and they can't figure out why. They just know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've so had you that. Had to, you had to figure out your triggers. Like, one of my triggers for me, um, this is one of the triggers that I don't know I'm triggered until I sit back and realize, oh, okay, I'm being triggered right now. Um, like... If it's a financial situation and, like, say I have to get gas or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to get gas. And then while getting gas, somebody's like, hey, I'm hungry. Can you get me something to eat? Now I'm triggered. You know, mm-hmm. Now I got to add to you. What you mean can I get you something? What's wrong with you in your pockets? And yeah. they're like, whoa, any other day is fine. Yeah. Today is not fine because I'm triggered because of my finances. So, and I had to realize that that was a trigger for me that turns me into a not-so-nice person to those around me. And that's me projecting. Mm -hmm. So I feel less than. I feel weak. My finances are what I want them to be. I'm triggered by that. And so that trigger is literally like a gun. That trigger causes me to react and pop off whoever is. Yeah, that's good. It's literally like a gun. I just thought you're triggered and you literally pull triggers on others around you. Yeah. Because it's just so overwhelming to you inside your head and you don't know how to emotionally um, communicate it. It's it's really Mm -hmm. stressing you Mm -hmm. out. So instead of saying, hey, I don't have the funds right now and, and you know, humbling yeah. myself, mm-hmm. right, I just get mad at you. What you think I am, an ATM? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now yeah. I'm mad all day. Mm-hmm. And I literally could have just been like, hey, you know, my finances aren't what I want them to be right now. And I can't, I can't afford to do that. Um, so that for me was a trigger I had to pick up on. You know, um, when I'm in lack, I like to lash out. Uh, Mm -hmm. instead of accepting it for what it is and making it a better situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes with our triggers, we have to realize, what is it that's triggering me? If you come home every day and you're, like, just upset, you just walk in the door, you were fine, then you walk in the door. I've had that. You walk in the door and now you just feel this weight. Sometimes that trigger is heavy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can feel it. Like, I just feel, I don't feel the same. Something's heavy. Something's bothering me. What is it? Stop. If you walk in the house Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when you walk in Thursday, stop. Take a breath. I'm walking in this house. What is it that's triggering me? You come in the house. Your kids is running up to you. This the house I is want, a mess. I want, I, I want. want. The husband who's been home for four hours before you got there is like, we hungry. You was home. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Home. yeah. The laundry yeah. been sitting in the washing machine for two days. You ain't never, you ain't see the laundry. You ain't see the toilet. You ain't see this. You ain't touch the kids. Why her diaper fool? <laughs> yeah. Girl, <laughs> what is triggering you? You have the to, house, the, the house, the kids, in the house. exactly. What is triggering you? You have to get down to what exactly is triggering you. Yeah. What is it? Do you feel as though because you walk in the house after a long day of work and stuff isn't organized, you feel like you're underappreciated? Do you feel like things yes. should be a certain way, but they're not? Mm-hmm. Do you feel as though your boundaries aren't being um, um, respected in place? Do you feel like you know what is it? What is it? What is it? And from let's go from a man's point of view. You got a girl. She puts up pictures on Instagram all day. You like her pictures. But so do thousands of other guys. You're triggered. What? What is that? So if she comes home and you, uh, mm. She like, you like my outfit? Not really. You like her outfit, but you don't want to tell her because you're triggered. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of being like, hey, baby, you know, I love you putting up pictures, but... All those thousands of guys commenting really, really affect me some type of Because I have some insecurities. I have some insecurities, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I need to feel reassured. There's and, and people have insecurities, and we take that as, oh, you're not a good person. You're trash. All that means is somebody hurt you before. Mm-hmm. And we have to be okay with knowing that we've been hurt before, and we're wounded, and we need help. 
Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. You come off of it like that. When you're triggered, you, you deal with it like that. The the flip side of that is a lot of times when people are triggered, like me, what do we do? We lash out. Yeah. yeah we start popping off. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> we letting it spray because we are triggered. You figure, mm-hmm. So now you got to go. You mm-hmm. know, instead of why am I triggered? What's going on with me? Let me sit down and talk to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of times mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to point fingers and fight everybody. everybody. Exactly. Why am I triggered? What's going on with me that makes me feel this way? Um, Correct. Is Correct. there anything that y'all can do around me to help? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm feeling insecure, then I need reassurance. Mm-hmm. I need you to, you know, just be a little extra today. I'm not feeling good. But that's through communication. True. Um, one of the things we talked about with, with um, finding your triggers is really sitting down and getting to know you, but you mentioned therapy. Therapy is good because a lot of people can't sit down and talk to themselves for whatever reason. Because it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Some, it's, 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 it's not it's, easy. It's, it's work. And you, some people don't have the tool or the, the knowledge or the, or the know-how to even start the process. I so, think it takes a certain level of intelligence and ego to be like, I'm not perfect. And most of the time, when, when you're sitting down to to deep dive within yourself, it comes from, I'm not perfect. Literally, mm-hmm. if you are having, if you feel I'm like I need to have, <laughs> if you feel like I'm triggered or I need to have a, a conversation with myself, that conversation should start off, I'm not perfect. Yep. And a lot of us let that conversation start off as, if somebody else is Yes, perfect. this person doing this to me, this person yep. doing that, as this a person, versus, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right, versus what am I doing and how can I better the situation because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. as a part? man think it's so of C so if you are a triggered person going through your PTSD you think everybody's against you you think nothing's working in your favor you think you know nobody you can trust anybody you think nothing mm-hmm. good is coming to you because you're triggered by things and this is what you think is you know your life then it's going to be what it is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you're really pushing that out um you got something else to add no, it's just um, I know with some some traumatic um, triggers, it really to the not the the really one that affects you psychologically. Um, certain triggers can cause flashbacks. So certain things you have to five the senses that can cause certain triggers. Like literally all the senses. All the senses like you're walking down the street and you'll smell something and something reminds you of that situation that smell reminds you of something that traumatically happened to you and you then become angry or fearful or afraid or anxious and you're like what the heck it was because your senses responded to that particular thing that gave you your brain a flashback of what happened to you and then you become that person at that time where that pain occurred which is which is you know which is crazy but real it becomes real at that time i had a one of my coworkers that um true a true story one of my coworkers um was raped gang raped years ago and one of the the guy that was manager her manager was pushing himself on her and she came, I went out to do marketing, came in and she was asking for me and she was hurtled. She was in a corner, in a corner like a child crying. Like she went Triggered. back to that time and she was that person, that little, that child, that little, that young teenager. 
and you could see that and so that situation that interaction she had with him triggered he said something that brought it a flood that floodgate opened up she's being gang raped right again it's happening and it's real yeah and it's nothing you can it's real it's real to her Mm -hmm. and she was asking for me and my co-worker was like she's asking for you and da 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 and i you know she she knew i guess she she trusted me you were so a lot of times when people are going through uh trauma and when you're having that flashback and when you're triggered Mm -hmm. you you go into a moment where you have to parent yourself Mm -hmm. because now you're vulnerable Mm -hmm. i'm weak i'm a child again yeah, I'm, you're, you're no that, one can whoever, whoever that person was that you were, whatever age, you went right back mm-hmm. to that A lot situation. of time when dealing, uh, so a lot of time when dealing it's, with trauma, and this is for, this is for, not for people who were in the military, not dealing with trauma you had as an adult, but a lot of people, a lot of us, we have trauma from when we were children that we have not identified. Mm-hmm. And when you deal with trauma as a child, your brain stops processing from At that, that point. trauma. So if you were eight and you had something traumatic happening to you, your brain is still stuck there because it can't get past that spot. Mm -hmm. I'm stuck. This didn't make sense. It didn't feel good to me. I can't heal, and I'm still stuck here. Yep, you're still that. Mentally. Yes, I'm still a child mentally, and that's why a lot of times when you go deal with triggers, when you're dealing with um, your trauma, your PTSD, you really have to parent yourself because it has to come from a place of compassion, Mm -hmm. and that's why that lady wanted you Mm -hmm. because I'm... I, I can't be around anybody else who's going to hurt me right now. Yep. yep I need yep. to know the person that I'm going to or that I'm relying on is going to heal me. Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. somebody who mm-hmm. can heal me, who can literally pick me up off the ground, mm-hmm. and I know it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I need a safe haven. When you're triggered, you need a safe haven. Yeah. And a lot of times, this is the crazy thing. A lot of us go through PTSD. We go through trauma. We go through triggers. And then what we do, we put ourselves in situations that kind of enforce that same thing we didn't want to deal with again. Yep. Because we didn't heal. Yep. Because we weren't aware. You know, we weren't made conscious of, of what better was. You know, what that thing was that was triggering us in the first place. And that's why that self-awareness, that sitting down and parenting yourself. What, what is okay? What hurt me? Um, whenever you get upset, you know, whenever something just slightly annoys you. Why? Mm-hmm. What was it about that? Start what asking did it yourself. say to me? Mm-hmm. What did it do to me? What was the real issue? Mm-hmm. You know, um, rather than the make-believe one we want to believe what mm-hmm. was the real core issue that probably stems from you mm-hmm. you know yeah somebody might have hurt you but it hurt you because of you there's mm-hmm. something in you that we just holding on out. to yeah so with that i'm going to get into the eight signs that you may be triggered so this is like something might have happened you might walk into the house and feel some type of way this is how you can know like hey i might be you know triggered by these things um, sign number one is disassociation. Um, and I'll keep, I'll keep the, um, for most of, um, I'll keep the, the, you walk into the house situation. That's male or female. Yeah. You come home, your mood changes, your vibration lowers. Disassociation is, I don't even want to be bothered with y'all. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm not, or you go straight to your room. You don't talk to nobody. You're not interacting with nobody. I don't even want to be here. Um, you're triggered, whatever it is. So you just disassociate. I don't even want to talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do, I'm good with disassociation. You know, I'm not even gonna deal with this. Easily irritated. So that's a you're triggered. You might come in the house and you, hi mommy, how was your day? <laughs> what do you mean how my day was? Yeah, do I look like I want to talk to you about my day? You think I come in the house and just want to talk to you about my day? 
Mm-hmm. I haven't been here all day and you probably miss me. I don't even care. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. easily, easily um irritated. And that's one of the things when you're when you are triggered, a lot of times you don't realize the the you know, you have an attitude. Your attitude is foggy. I have you heard. I have a spanky. Yeah, yeah, I can come in. Yeah, I have a lot of trigger points that I need to talk about. For real. Yeah, and you don't realize that. Yeah, because you triggered. Yeah, so you got to figure out. I don't want to be here. I don't. (laughs) I won't be here. I'm not getting on my nerves. Yeah, and then the next one one is avoidance. So a person who is triggered and say I come in the house Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm just I don't like it there. I don't feel good there. I'm not going. I'm going to go sit at Burger King for 30 minutes and, <laughs> and chill. Mm-hmm. Talk to the birds. They cool. I feel good out here. But something in that house is <laughs> triggering me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to so deal gonna with avoid it. the situation by not, not even confronting the person. Exactly. I ain't got to be there. The next one is overwhelmed. You come in the house, you're constantly overwhelmed. You're triggered. There's something. You go to work. You mm-hmm. go to work every day. You're not supposed to be at work every day triggered, <laughs> emotionally overwhelmed. But a lot of us are. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it your boss not listening to you? Is it your coworkers getting on your nerves? Is it your workload is too much? What is triggering you to have you feeling overwhelmed every day? Yeah, we have to find out these triggers because a lot of that stuff is unhealthy. It's, I was going to say, it, 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 it affects your um, it affects your health, health all mm-hmm. over. It affects your whole body. A lot of that stuff is unhealthy. Um, the next one, panicked, anxious. You come in the house, oh my God, there's all this stuff to do. Oh my gosh, I can't keep track of everything. All these kids all over. Oh my God. Every time you come in the house, relax, breathe. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath. Sometimes people in relationships panic and anxious all the time. Relax. Take a deep breath. I'm I'm real. I can't be panicked anxious, but I'm real chill. And I like to, you know, people get mad at me. Because if you trigger it and I'm like, chill, that's going to make it even more chill. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, she don't. Then you be like, you need to figure out what's going on with you. Because <laughs> chill. What's wrong with you? I'm good. You should be good. We should be good. You know, mm-hmm. what's going on? Um, suspicious of others. Okay, that's from, you know, like I said earlier, that's having your trust betrayed. Yep, that's your trust being betrayed. Now, all right. Now, what you doing over there on your phone? I'm texting my mom. Uh-huh, let me see. Mm-hmm. Let me call your mama. Also, suspicious of others. Mm-hmm. Washing the kid. You had two juice boxes. I washed you. Washing you. Don't, don't take no more. Those are my juice boxes. So, you know, you go to work thinking people talking about you, suspicious of others, you're triggered, maybe people gossiped about you at school, maybe you were bullied, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. your closest homegirl told your biggest secret or something. So now, you don't trust people, now you're sure. triggered, you know, you hear people whispering in the corner, and you think it's they about talking, you. girl, I did that before, did mm-hmm. I not? Mm-hmm. They over there whispering, they talking about me, and you know me, y'all, what y'all talk about? We not talking about you, Toa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It looked like you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even believe you. you can say what you say, but you want to fight? Um, another another um, sign you might be triggered is no sleep. Because you're worried. That's Up all night. Right. Anxious. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are you thinking about? What got you to that point where you can't sleep, you don't feel good, you can't rest your mind? What is it? Um, the next one is you feel a breakdown coming. <laughs> Please go to your psychologist before that happens because you need so that's, a, that's, a, that's a 911. It depends on how you break down. It depends on how you break down. 
Some people can break down like volcanoes. They don't break down. They explode. They get angry and mm-hmm. blow up. That was what I was reading. Yeah, they yeah, get angry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. People get angry. It depends on how Which you can be very dangerous. break yeah. down. Yeah, because you're now dangerous to the people around you. Yep. A lot of men who don't hold it, they hold in their emotions. They don't verbalize how they feel. Um, their testosterone, that causes your testosterone levels to build because you're not releasing. So now you immediately go to anger, violence, rage. I'm going to destroy something because you're so emotionally distraught. Yeah, yeah. So so, so if you feel like that, I'm just angry. I'm about to fight something. Go fight something. I used to tell my son, go hit a tree. Don't tear up my house. My friend well, told me, I, got a lot of trees. I was upset one day. You want to go beat up a random person? Not really, but <laughs> I never even considered that. It would make me... No, feel a little no. alleviated. Go hit, go hit a tree. Feel better, but boxing—that was the the other alternative that worked. Mm-hmm. Boxing, sparring, actually physically hit a pillow, hit a pillow. Physically hitting something does help release that. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side of that, you know, when I feel a breakdown coming on, I let it come. Just let go. You can feel it and let it come. Let flow it come. On I will pull over and cry. I will be falling out. Ugh. You know, and she does that. I do exactly just like that. I would like be ugly cry all by myself, boo hooing in puddles of tears because I just know I needed it. I would lay in the shower and be like, I, I felt like I need a break down today, and I'll let it come. And the shower just crying on the floor because you need to have that release. What triggered it? I was emotionally overwhelmed. I got so much stuff going on, and sometimes you know we're triggered by stuff that we got. You might you might not tell anybody anything. You keep everything on yourself, yeah. and then you're triggered. You know, it's, oh, this is another thing added to me, but it's because you have all that other stuff added on you that you're not talking about. You know, you have to learn to talk about it. So we talked about what to do when you are triggered, or you think you might be triggered. Uh, so there's emotional stimuli that's kind of affecting you and getting you all emotional and mm-hmm. erratic. Um, so the things that we had that you could do is thing number one is journal. Uh, I think one of the biggest things you could do for growth is to be aware that you need to grow. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Be honest with yourself. I have room to grow. Uh, yes. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Here I was thinking I was a sunflower and I'm only a little daisy, you know, and I want to be a sunflower. So there's room to grow. There's mm-hmm. always room to grow. Journaling helps to keep track of, hey, today I was insecure because I seen so-and-so staring at so-and-so, and that made me feel some type of way. Like, maybe they would go get married tomorrow and leave me. Mm-hmm. So, so, And why do you feel that way? I and start that digging. Way yeah, because, because I've been left before. Yep. So because... start digging. Start mm-hmm. digging. Mm-hmm. And, and then you can learn how to work on your triggers. And you'll learn that you have triggers, and these are the things that trigger you. Damn. Because some people just don't realize that, why am I angry? Like she said, why am I? Because something happened and it triggers you every time. Yes. And once you got a trigger, it will trigger every time. It's there. And that's why it's so good to know. Oh, my gosh. So once I learn my triggers, right, like, once I learn my triggers, it's not going to keep triggering me the same way. I could, I, I could see it. Oh, oh, I'm about to, ooh, ooh, that's a trigger. I'm about to yeah. get emotional. Mm-hmm. Let me, because most of the time when we're, we are triggered by things, they're irrational fears. They're irrational. They're things that might have happened before, but who's to say it'll happen again? Mm-hmm. And we'll never know unless we experience life and go out and put ourselves in these situations. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we don't because as soon as we get in that situation, we're triggered and we back down. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, that's why I get the journal. You journal. Like a lot of times, I, I started looking back at why was I triggered. 
and it was most of the time irrational. Mm -hmm. This was a crazy fear that I made up in my head that that was very irrational, you know. And your truth, and it it caused for more intense negative emotions, more severe than what was called for. Mm -hmm. I'm out here wilding for nothing, and it's because of past hurt. Past hurt, and you know you're extra. I am extra. I'm extra. (laughs) And I'm if you hurt me. Well, now I'm better. Now, if you hurt me, I'm going to just walk away and leave. Which mm-hmm. still hurts you, unfortunately, but I'm in a better place. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. That's growth. Yeah, I'm in a better place, mm-hmm. and I'm not fighting you. We're not going to jail. So, yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. Yep. The next one is mindfulness, and that ties in with journaling, being aware, making sure, like, when that thing happens, I know if you come in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm going to make sure I take track. I keep track of what's going on, yeah. why I feel this way when I go into work. What is it that, that my boss said to me that made me feel that way? Mm-hmm. What is it exactly that my, 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 um, my... Did or did not say to did you Did or did not. Yeah, what is it that my, my, um, my, my other said to me? What do you call them? Significant so, other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, because sometimes people will say stuff. Like, somebody might say, hey, you know, you could have did better on that project you did. And now you're triggered because you feel like they called you stupid or they said you weren't enough. So, you know, you have to really, what did they say? They really said nothing. nothing. You could have did better. That's why journaling. They really said nothing, but in your mind, you blew it up Mm -hmm. to more than it was because you're triggered. Because your mom used to tell you that you don't do well enough. So now you're taking it out on them. Mm -hmm. So you really have to, um, you really have to be mindful of what is it? A lot of times when I talk to my clients, who hurt you? Mm -hmm. They say something, who hurt you? Who hurt you and why? Why are you triggered by that? Like, who hurt you from the past? And sometimes we do have to sit down and rethink. Did somebody say this to me before? Mm-hmm. What happened? Did mm-hmm. somebody do this to me? Did somebody hurt me? Deep dive. Who hurt you? Was your parents there for you? What happened? You literally mm-hmm. have to ask those questions because that's how you find the answer. That's all in mindfulness. Um, the last thing we have on here is see a therapist or a psychologist and get professional help when professional it comes to PTSD help. and healing and recovery. Yes. Um, not always you can find out things by yourself because like I said most of the time we do our self-awareness or we do our mindfulness we come from a place of it's them not me Mm -hmm. I'm perfect you know ain't nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with me and until you if you are blessed enough to be able to align yourself with somebody who can see through your BS Mm -hmm. and call it for what it is you know or you the type who can see through your own BS and call it for what it is then it'll be best to go out and get that that help yep Someone who is, is experienced with triggers and, and PTSD and can kind of tell you like... And help walk you through. Yeah. Walk yes, you through. Yes, because yes. you have to go inward to pull out. Yeah. Yes. So they have to go deep to pull that stuff out. So definitely that's important. Mm-hmm. That's important with it that. It is. And a lot of times when we're triggered, we don't let people go deep. Deep, no. And and that's why we, we stated that's important to let you all know. There, that's why therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, licensed social worker who are counselors are there to help you. Because overall, our purpose for this is for you to get the help you need to be a better you. At the end of the day, that's what we're looking out for you. Just like we're looking out for us to grow and be a better us, we're looking out for you to be a better you. And there's some things that the professionals are able to do if you can't do it on your own. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're not alone. No. So... It's definitely um, healthy to identify and work on your triggers. Yep. Yep. Especially if you, you want to be with anybody else. You want to have children. And you want to be a better you. Yeah. You have to work on your a triggers. A whole you. Mm-hmm. A whole you. A good whole one. you. Good one. Not a, not a broken. Yeah. Not a, weak, not a Not yeah. an injured. Not a, a yeah. whole capable whole you. you. Yep. 
All right, you guys, so that is time for tea. We are teaching, empowering, and applying. This one was all about, um, I forgot. Sure. Triggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what, what are we talking about? Triggers. We talked about it for a whole 30 minutes, I forgot. But this one was all about triggers, you guys. You guys were all about healing here, and this yep. is just the first step of a long, long, long healing process, but I know you guys are we, capable of You can do it. that. We can do it. We can yeah. do it. I believe in us. I do. Well, I believe I do. in us. I know we're more than capable, so let's yeah. heal you guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye.